Welcome back to episode number 15 of Metro Talks. As always, I'm your host, Matthew Dobbins. Today, we have a very unique show with some updates that we are excited to share with you all and a discussion that we hope can help to change the way you view standard medical care. We will be taking a dive into the world of concierge or personalized medical services, which is becoming more popular, and we will explore the differences and benefits to this care when compared to traditional primary care. Today, I have with me Tara Murphy, an occupational therapist for Metro PT, who has recently been brought on to expand our offerings into Rockland and Westchester counties. Tara will be joined by Dr. Igor Elman of MDVIP. Tara, thanks so much for joining the show today and for all the great work you have been doing in Westchester and Rockland to grow Metro's presence there. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. I'm really excited about today's show and to tell our audience about Metro's growth. Yeah, so why don't we just jump right into it and start there. Can you actually tell us all a little bit about this expansion and what is being offered in these new areas? Sure. We've recently expanded our home care team of physical, occupational, and speech therapists throughout the area, and we're continuing to grow the team now. Uh, We primarily specialize in geriatric care, and many of our therapists hold certifications in advanced training like the LSBT Big Certification, which is for individuals with Parkinson's disease and other neurological conditions. Uh, Also, we are actively building our team to include therapists that specialize in working with the pediatric population um, and really everything in between. Um, I'm also on a mission to break up the perception of home care to be only for individuals who are homebound. Um, Kind of much like personalized care, home care is about as personalized as you can get. Uh, Seeing someone directly in their home, in their own environment, and being able to see what they do from day to day really allows a more personalized approach. So if we can collaborate with clinicians to identify when an individual is just starting to show signs of decline, such as you know, increased weakness, worsening balance, and so on, then we can work within that preventative care model to maintain well-being and active particip- participation in daily activities. And this all sounds really great. Uh, it sounds like a good mission to be on. And I know that everyone at Metro is really excited to continue to grow the program up there and become a valuable resource for the residents and physicians in these communities, the same way we have here on Long Island. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit more about how you got connected with Dr. Elman and learned about the services that he provides? Sure. Dr. Elman and I crossed paths when I was introducing Metro therapy throughout the Rockland and Westchester County. Um, I was intrigued to find out more about the personalized medicine because it sounded to me like their approach was caring for people, you know, to caring for people is, you know, pretty similar to what Metro offers. Yeah, it certainly sounds that way. And we really hope after this show that our listeners have a better sense of why personalized care might be a better option for them, just the same way as we hope our patients see that there is a unique difference coming to a physical therapy office that emphasizes the patient experience like we do at Metro. Uh, So how about we just jump into it, Tara? Let's introduce Dr. Elman, and you guys have the floor. Thanks, Matt. I'd like to start with a brief introduction for Dr. Elman. Uh, So Dr. Elman grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and completed his undergraduate studies at Brandeis University with a Bachelor of Science in 2007. He then worked in the pharmaceutical consulting industry as a research associate until 2008. 
Dr. Elman graduated New York Institute of Technology College of Osteopathic Medicine with a DO or Doctor of Osteopathy degree in 2012. He went on to complete his internal medicine residency at Atlanta Care Regional Medical Center in 2015 with a dual board certification by the American Board of Internal Medicine and the American Osteopathic Board of Internal Medicine. He practiced as a hospitalist or internist in the hospital at St. Francis Hospital in Roslyn, New York from 2015 until 2019, where he remains affiliated and currently still works per diem. In 2019, he took over a personalized medicine or concierge medicine practice in Pomona, New York, which is in Rockland County. So let's bring the doctor on. Hi, Dr. Elman. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Hi, Tara. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be joining you today. Great. Excellent. So um, I've been an occupational therapist for about eight years now, and um, I hadn't actually heard about concierge medicine until I joined the outpatient realm. And um, so I'd love to, I'm really excited to hear more about um, what it is on your end. Um, So what is personalized or concierge medicine and how long has it actually been around? Sure. So, uh, you know, MDVIP, the the concierge medicine part of things really got going in around 2000. Uh, That's when MDVIP was founded. That's the affiliate that I belong with. And um, they're really the largest nationwide um, leader in personalized health care. We have over um, a thousand primary care physicians and over 350,000 patients across the country. Um, and, uh, basically what it is, is MDVIP is a membership based healthcare model that, uh, goes far beyond concierge medicine services. And what we do is we provide life-changing personalized preventative care that puts patients at the heart of everything we do. So it's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, definitely been a buzzword, I think recently, um, just over the past couple of years, especially, um, been hearing a lot more people talk about it. So how did you personally become interested in personalized medicine? That's a great question. So, you know, I've always had a passion for the d- depth of knowledge that's required to uh, practice primary care medicine and uh, get to know my patients' um, health in greater detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our current system, as it stands now, is incredibly stressed by a fee-for-service model. And it really hinders a physician's ability to spend the proper amount of time to ask the right questions and address the patient's whole body and medical history. Um, As an osteopath, my medical school training included a heavy emphasis on the whole body, whole person approach, which basically integrates the right tools and the proper emotional and physical support to help the body heal from illness. So I'm sure you can relate to that on an occupational therapy uh, level. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. (laughs) So um, kind of going off of that, um, what, I mean, you touched upon this, but what really sets you apart from that traditional primary care model? Sure. So, you know, as an MDVIP affiliated doctor um, with a significantly smaller practice, Uh, I basically have the autonomy to spend as much time as needed with each patient 
and provide a more individualized primary care uh, compared to traditional practices. So just to put it in perspective, um, I have just under 400 patients in my practice, while a traditional primary care or hospital-owned practice, as, as are the most common models now, uh, typically have a patient load anywhere between 2,000 and 5,000 people. So, you know, MDVIP-affiliated practices max out at no more than 600 patients. So day-to-day, on a typical day, I typically see no more than 5 to 10 patients compared to 20 or more patients in a traditional practice setting. So you can see there's a huge difference there. Um, And the MDVIP model allows me the additional time needed to deliver high-touch preventive health care um, even my office staff, they, you know, they know every single patient by name and face, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and another differentiating feature is that my patients can always reach me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm always the one that picks up the phone after hours for patient related issues. Uh, whereas traditional, uh, medicine practices often have a centralized answering service nowadays mm-hmm. where there's a covering doctor that the patient has never met before. So then if I'm on vacation, my covering doctor is always another uh, personalized medicine doctor who can devote the proper amount of time uh, to understand my patient's concerns. And, you know, this is especially comforting uh, to patients who are going through a stressful health issue. So those are kind of the focal points. Absolutely. I think being able to, you know, like you said, pick up the phone and call and be able to speak directly to you and answer an email, you know, within the same day. um, That's, that's amazing. So just a follow up question of that. um, What is your day to day experience kind of look like? Sure. Um, So, you know, typically the day to day, um, basically, my patients are being seen um, you know, we're, we're spending anywhere from 15 to 20 minutes to 40 minutes on a regular office visit. Um, I may have anywhere from three to seven of those. And then, um, the physical would be basically, uh, a one hour in depth physical with myself, which is preceded by another roughly hour of diagnostics and lab work and vital signs, um, which is done by my medical assistant. So we're talking about a two-hour comprehensive physical, and typically on an average day, I'll have um, no more than a few of those. Um, So my day is really kind of um, built around spending time with people. And of course, you know, there's a good component of answering uh, questions and answering health issues and refilling prescriptions um, and you know, there, there's never a rush to see someone. There's never a rush to answer a call in terms of, uh, how much time I'm spending on the phone with people. Uh, everyone gets as much time as they need for their own personal well-being and comfort. Right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what do your patients like most about being part of your practice? Do you think, what do you see in your experience? <laughs> That's a, that's a nice question. So, I mean, I think my patients have the peace of mind uh, of knowing they can get a same day or next day appointment to see me. Uh, I think it's so important to be there for your patients in their time of need. And, you know, in times like that, waiting a week or more uh, when you're distressed by an illness that you're going through, especially in a time of crisis like a pandemic, can be really traumatizing. Mm-hmm. So my patients place a tremendous value in in the convenience and the personalized care 
And, you know, they contact me directly, sometimes 24-7 to ask questions, talk through health concerns, and avoid unnecessary visits to the hospital or the ER. And I think that to them is just very comforting. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've heard just within my personal circle, you know, friends and family telling me, you know, it's been just impossible to get an appointment and, you know, let alone be able to get someone on the phone. So that's amazing. Um, So how do you define, um, well, we kind of already touched upon how you define personal medicine, um, but do you believe that you're really, you know, preserving the health of your patients by, you know, being working within this model of practice as opposed to a traditional primary care practice model? Absolutely. So, I mean, there's a critical value question of, you know, what personalized medicine is and mm-hmm. does it come down to preserving the health of patients or saving them healthcare expenditures in the long term? Mm-hmm. And I think the answer is twofold. It's, it's absolutely both. Mm-hmm. So it's such an important question that when we distinguish ourselves from traditional primary care models, so for starters, as I alluded to before, uh, each MDVIP patient in the practice receives a comprehensive annual wellness exam and that lasts between anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours and includes advanced diagnostics, screening, lab work, and a thorough discussion about their medical history, medications, and current health concerns. Mm-hmm. Then we use these results to help prevent chronic disease and determine you know, the patient's individualized risk for developing anything from heart disease to cancer and providing ongoing coaching to help patients make healthier lifestyle choices and achieve their wellness goals. So, you know, in this one hour that I spend with a patient, sometimes it's even an hour and a half, it depends on the complexity and the the need. I sometimes spend 20 minutes coaching patients on diet, exercise, and lifestyle habits, because these things are are the underlying crux of what is causing a lot of our chronic diseases uh, in the United States. And if we can peel back that orange and kind of you know, prevent those things before they start and, mm-hmm. and kind of really get a better idea of what is the underlying cause of these things, that's really where the, the preventative health aspect is so crucial. Um, and, you know, just to compare that to a traditional primary care practice, uh, you know, I've done annual physicals at traditional care practices. You'd be lucky to get 15 to 20 minutes, you know, for one of these annual physicals. So, just to allude to a study, you know, uh, academic researchers published a study in 2019, and it was posted a, as an article on CNBC. You know, they found the leading cause of all bankruptcy. So this is kind of getting to the value aspect of personalized medicine and where the value really ties in with the healthcare and the prevention. So 66.5 uh, percent, a scary terrible number of all bankruptcies were tied to medical issues. Um, And these were either due to the high cost of care or the time spent out of work. So in essence, MDVIP and its affiliated practices have saved the healthcare system over $300 million by reducing hospitalizations and lowering readmission rates. So, you know, research findings have demonstrated better health outcomes among MDVIP patients compared to those in traditional primary care practices. And that's part of the reason why we're seeing such a growth in personalized medicine and, and such a, an emergence in its popularity. Uh, in addition, we've seen 79% fewer hospitalizations for our Medicare patients, 
which for the most part are people over 65, and 72% fewer hospitalizations for commercially insured patients. So that's where the real value comes in. It's, it's in the preventative medicine in preventing hospitalizations, in preventing catastrophic illnesses, in preventing long hospital stays uh, you know, with very complicated, serious complications. That's amazing to hear. And um, I didn't realize that, you know, of course, there would be studies on that. So I'd love to add some of those links um, into our bio underneath um, so we can provide that for our listeners. That's great. Um, So just um, going back to kind of your patient's experience, um, can you describe an experience um, for a patient that proved to be beneficial that probably couldn't have actually occurred in a traditional primary care setting? Absolutely. I mean, that's such a great question just to kind of tie this into how it applies in real world application. So uh, not too long ago, about six months ago, I treated an elderly patient uh, with poorly controlled uh, labile blood pressure, which basically uh, entails meaning the blood pressure tends to jump up and down and sometimes can be very hard to control in in a nice, comfortable range. Um, So despite being on several medicines, uh, her blood pressure just kept you know, oscillating up and down. So one Saturday afternoon, um, she became panicked when the blood pressure came back high. And uh, right before calling me, her family uh, had called the paramedics out of concern. So usually when someone's blood pressure reaches a certain level, um, they question the need to go to the hospital. And that's certainly a valid concern. Uh, It's difficult uh, on a Saturday, especially to, to reach a primary care doctor in a traditional practice on the weekend in a timely manner. You know, that's not something that you want to wait five hours or, or till the next day to get an answer on. So, um, you know, then patients, unfortunately, um, often end up in the ER, which I've seen quite a bit in my four years of hospital medicine, uh, where they can spend several hours receiving intravenous blood pressure medication uh, to, bl- to bring the blood pressure medicine down. And then they're discharged later that evening, uh, often with a substantial medical bill. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to what happened in my patient's case, she was able to reach me directly on my cell phone, uh, immediately. I was able to quickly assure her that going to the hospital with the paramedics would not be necessary. I called in an additional blood pressure medicine to her pharmacy. And, uh, basically later that evening, her blood pressure was well controlled in the comfort of her own home. And, um, she was tucked away for, you know, a relaxing night at home, not having to, um, spend a night in the ER with the associated cost of, of a, uh, emergency room visit. Right. And especially now, you know, still in the middle of a pandemic, you know, nobody wants to be going to an emergency room. That's That's for sure. And that kind of leads into my next question. Um, inevitably, I have to talk about the pandemic and how this has affected you, especially because you took over your practice in November of 2019, correct? Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So that was, you know, months before um, all of a sudden global pandemic. So, you know, how has the pandemic changed your practice model um, since this all began and and what's your vision for the future of healthcare after this? Sure. So thank you, Tara. That's just such a vitally important question that is on all of our minds at this point, especially in the healthcare, uh, in the healthcare world. Um, so, you know, early on in the pandemic, 
uh, it was clear that uh, virtual engagement with our patients would quickly become the norm. Um, you know, MDVIP practices were already communicating this way from texting to after hours calls and video conferencing capabilities. Excuse me. And I, I did a lot of telemedicine visits through video chat platforms. And many of the patients were pleasantly surprised uh, at how convenient this option was. Uh, they were relieved to be able to address their immediate health concerns um, and, and without having to leave their home or encountering other sick patients in the office. Um, at times, the telehealth appointments uh, brought other family members into the fold uh, who contributed useful information and asked important questions during the visits. Uh, which added on to the, the value and the importance of, of the visit itself. So, you know, in summary, what my vision for the future of healthcare um, is, you know, for patients to experience prolonged good health and wellness. You know, we have a strong emphasis on prevention. We want to catch people when they're well, not when they're sick. So MDVIP patients identified uh, 40% more patients at risk for heart attack or stroke than conventional testing would have. Um, and our doctors surpassed the top 10% threshold for providers in management of chronic diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really amazing. We have a uh, 97% satisfaction rate, which is significantly higher uh, than traditional practices, which is only at 58%. Um, wow. In fact, MDVIP stands for... Uh, the VIP stands for value and prevention. Um, and I believe our practice model is positioned for continued rapid growth uh, mm-hmm. as our patients spread success stories to their friends and family. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I'm very excited about it as well, especially because you're in my area and I'd love to hear about how your practice continues to grow. Um, so thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and uh, really educate us on this really important topic. So thank you so much again. really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Tara. The questions were wonderful. I really you know, enjoyed the content, and uh, it, was, it was a very you know, enthusiastic discussion. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you. Take care. Thanks.